This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You know, if there was such a school, like a, you know, like a Taekwondo Academy or something, nice. um, I, I feel like you, you, it sounds like you were jealous that you were not invited to like be part of the Taekwondo uh, Academy or something. Of course I'm jealous. Yeah, of course. I'm naturally. That's why I was asking you yesterday. I'm like, yo, man, you go to like some kind of debating school that ESPN sends you to, so that when you go on around the horn, everybody has like a debating style, and everybody knows it's fight till the death, and I'm, I stand on everything until I'm proven right, even if I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm very jealous, as a matter of fact. All right then. Why so are no- you wearing a robe again on an Instagram story or something today? Yeah. Um, I I, uh, I had a guy connect with me who has a robe mm. company, and he and he said to me, he goes, "I got to get you Wait, one of these." Robes. I feel like first of all, let's start. Yeah. Let's yeah, let's let's, let's just pause. Beginning? Hit the hit pause on this for a second. <laughs> okay, I know just coming out. I know on a that, guy like, that has a robe. Yeah, really. What the, the hair what? towels? There's a I, I mean, you you have like people that create like the. Like this, this this line of clothing. Like, is this the same person that has the hair towel thing? No, no, no. Totally different. There's this a mm. guy who contacted me. As seen said, on TV. And he, That's going to be a scene on that It might be. This this guy contacted me. His name's Eric Frost. Shout out to Eric. He said to me, he goes, dude, I oh, so it, Wait, wait. But you said you yeah. had a guy. When you say you have a guy, it yeah. implies that you're it's someone you actually know really mm-hmm. well. Oh, no. I don't know him at all. No, I don't know the guy at then all. Then you don't okay. have a guy. Then you can't say I got a guy. Right, like for example, just the other day when you broke out that you wanted to send a shout out to my people at Corky's Pest Control. Now that's my guy. That you know, is your so guy. That is yeah. my guy. Right. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. Right. No. This this gentleman contacted yes. me, and mm-hmm. he said, "Hey, man, I've got this robe company, and it's the most awesome robe you've ever worn in your life, and I got to get you one." Yeah. And so I was doing this feature on my podcast where I yeah. was introducing people to companies that they might be interested in supporting during the holidays so i go to meet this gentleman and he breaks out this robe and he winds up telling me this crazy story about how he was a bartender and george and Lindsay, you two in particular will love what i'm about to tell you mm. he tells me he's a bartender but he wanted a short sleeve robe and he couldn't find one anyway blah 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 he's got a whole story and i said well how'd you get the money to you know make all these robes if you were bartending he's like i bought some bitcoin the bitcoin went up i cashed it out and I took the money I made from Bitcoin and I turned it into my robe company. And I was like, that is a great all-American entrepreneurial story. It's something yeah. I want to support. So I was standing there in front of a Starbucks. Oh, I hope he didn't sell all his Bitcoin. That would be a bad idea personally. But I mean, that's just my own personal advice. Well, I'll connect you with him and you can give him crypto. No, no, no. It's fine. We're good. I'm looking you at sure? your robe. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of it? <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm not a robe guy. So that's no. not my style. No, no, no I, don't, I don't do robes. It's not for That's me. It's, not I'm not a saying. Surprise. What's that? That's not a surprise. You don't seem like a robe guy. Cap definitely a robe guy. Yeah. Are you a robe person? Like. Oh yeah, I love yeah. it. See. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not a robe camps. person. Like, I'll give you an like, have you wear. ever? Do you go to like the hotels? Yes. When they yes, have robes. Th- yes. You wear them, <laughs> George. 
you know, you talk about travel and you talk yesterday, you brought up like a particular brand of hotel where they got really good cookies. I think you were talking about double yeah, tree. Double tree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They got really good cookies. Mm-hmm. When I go to a hotel, what I like to do is I like to get unpacked. I like to take off all my clothes, get oh, butt geez. naked oh, and okay. then put on the robe yeah. because the robe is kind of like a piece of cheese pizza. Meaning when you go to a pizza shop, you get a slice of cheese. That's a benchmark. You know, it kind of tells you, I've got the cheese pizza. It's good. I'll go in a different direction with my next slice. With a robe, you can tell a lot about a hotel based on the robe. Some hotels don't have robes. You know a lot about that hotel. Cheap hotel. On the other hand, nice, fluffy, soft robe that I can get comfy in. Nice hotel. Very nice. So you like the cookies. I like the robes. Can I ask, like, what's what's the ratio of non-robe hotels to robe hotels that you stay in? I'd say probably uh, 7.5 out of 10 have robes. Wow, that's a lot. Because, you know, I think think? I've I've only stayed in, like, two or three hotels ever that give you robes. Really? Really? Yeah. Really? Oh, no, girl. No, no, no. I mean, like, like, like the change, you know, like a Ritz-Carlton does. A lot of the MGM. Yeah, but I, I think too. a lot of places yeah. have robes now. Like the you know Westin. what I mean? Like, it, it's not like, I mean, I'm not saying that there aren't places with robes. There are plenty of places with no hotels with no robes. But I, I would say that anything that's like Marriott brand or like Hilton, mm-hmm. like, you know, and I'm not saying it's got to be like, you know, Ritz, Marriott owns Ritz Carlton. So, I mean, it doesn't have to be Ritz Carlton to have like a robe. Like, the Renaissance these days. has one. Yeah. yeah, and the Renaissance is like a like an above average yeah. hotel. It's not like a super duper fancy hotel. I'll say is I'm a loyal Marriott Bonvoy Rewards member, oh, and I would nice. say that like half of them. Maybe I don't look. I don't know. Maybe I'm not. You looking need to in the look. Closet. That's it's right. in the, it, in the closet. I mean, you put stuff in the closet. I was yeah. gonna yeah. say that because when right. I was in Chicago at the Westin, I was like, y'all don't have it. it's an eight hundred dollar a night, and y'all don't have a robe. Damn. And then it was in the. Oh no, I got hooked up because I got people, but right, I'm not good. paying that much money yeah, for a robe. Uh uh-uh. Forget about it. But. The robe yeah. was like hidden. Like oh, it, it was wasn't, yeah, it was like a hidden yeah. robe. And I was like, oh, there's my robe. Not that I use it, but there it is. Yeah. No, I like robes. Um, so, Kaplan, you, know, like you are definitely though. a robe person. See, yeah, but- I'm more of a just t shirt and chones guy. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. If I- that is so Latino, by the way. Sorry, Kaplan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Latino. If I yeah. didn't have a robe, I would wrap a towel around my waist. Although, I got to admit one thing. I'm having a harder time recently wrapping towels around my waist. I, I need like a. Double XL towel nowadays. Okay, but didn't you just say like a, <laughs> like a month ago that you were yeah. gonna go on this like crazy marathon thing and you were gonna lose a bunch of weight or whatever? So I've begun the process of trying to get my run back on, but I have yet. I went to for a nice to run today. Diet. Actually, yeah. you went for a nice run. How far did you go? I did. I went to. Um, so I when I dropped the kids off, I drove yeah. down to the beach, mm-hmm. and I ran um, from the beginning of Hermosa. Um, oh, actually, no, that I ran from the Hermosa Pier mm-hmm. all the way to the end of Manhattan Beach on the Strand. Okay. How far was and it? Then, and then on the way back, I didn't run the whole way back. I just kind of picked and choose my spots. I went for, I did a little sprint, and then I would slow down and stop and to a jog and then stop and, ro- and walk for a while and then kind of do that. You know? did you record but, this uh, on like But that's like three hour? miles each way, pretty okay, much, nice. or close that's to it. That's pretty good. That's very good. Yeah. That's solid. Yeah, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get my run back on because um, we've got a few 710 listeners that have offered to run a half marathon with me. In fact, they even said they'd pace me and pull me along. So I'm starting to get my run back on, George, um, but I haven't started to work on the diet quite yet, which is kind of the big thing. 
So even when I go to a hotel, if I'm going to wrap a towel around my waist, it's like, gosh, is are these towels really small? And then I realize it's not that the towels are small. It's that I'm I'm growing like in the belly area, you know. Mm-hmm. I know. I was looking at myself. I mean, this last is the night. time of year to do that, right? Right. I mean, it's hard to go on a diet right now, you know. It takes a tremendous discipline to really diet in the month of December. Happy December first, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't like a robe. What's what's wrong with the robe, though? What don't you like? It's just not – I don't know. I just don't – I've never been a robe person. Like, no one in my family wore a robe. Um, you know, my wife has robes. She has robes. When she gets out of the shower, sometimes she wears robes. Um, she definitely is the person at the hotel that wears a robe. Uh, not me. I'm not a yeah. robe person. I'm going to well, actually put up a poll right now. Are you a robe person? Well, now that I've got a robe guy, let me tell you something. This guy puts this robe <laughs> on me, right? <laughs> Now I got a robe guy. This guy puts his robe on me, right? And he tells me the reason he created this Wait, robe is because he all can robes. I, can I ask? He put the robe on you? You didn't put yeah. the robe on yourself? No, no. You know, like when, when you're trying on a jacket in a store and like the salesperson mm-hmm. helps you, you know, that's mm-hmm. what he did. He like helped me by sliding. You know, he was standing behind me. I slid one arm in the other arm. In. And he tells me, he goes, the reason I invented this robe is because I don't like long sleeve robes and I couldn't find anything that was a short sleeve robe. So he wanted to invent his own robe. And he says the beauty of this robe is when you go to the beach, you wear it to the beach, you put it down on the sand, it's your towel. So you get in the water, you come out, you get back onto the robe, it dries you off, and then you put it back on. And he said, and this is what he said to me, he goes, do you like to be naked underneath the robe? And I'm like, yeah, of course, right? Look who you're talking to here, right? So he goes, well, you're going to love this. He's got like three different places where you tie the robe so that when you're walking around naked, you don't just fly open and everybody can see your stuff. You actually can tie the robe all the way down so you can walk around naked. It's like having a skirt on. It's yeah, but that, nice, that's kind of normal, I would imagine, isn't it? I must yes. admit, George, that I only know robes that have the, uh, the midsection tie thing. Mm-hmm. I don't really know of any that have the, the lower ties. But he was very proud of his robe, and I wanted to help support a local entrepreneur who's yeah. working hard. I love the story. Bartender buys Bitcoin, sells Bitcoin, starts his own company. Yeah, You'll you talk to a, you talk to people a lot, don't you? Like just I do like to people. talk to people. I do. Yeah, yeah. Do. you're I like, like a random talker. I, I can. I see like that. people. Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't I, I I don't dislike people. I'm just I'm actually very like like kind in in person when I see people. Like today, there were these two different people that needed help with like their bikes going upstairs at the beach, mm-hmm. and I helped them. But nice. I don't like just randomly like stop to like ask them random questions. Like I feel like you do. No, I don't really do that. Um, but this yes, gentleman contacted me. No, oh, come like, on. What are you, are you I'm serious? Down the street yes, you walking... do. <laughs> You're totally You're like that guy. like a Seinfeld episode waiting to happen. Yes. I would call it more of a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode waiting to happen, which okay. kind of does happen every day. But yeah. I'm not like the kind of person that just walks down the street and goes, hey, let me ask you about that. That's, that's good looking. Let me see that. Oh, hey, what kind of dog is that you got there today? You know, but I am the kind of person, George, you're just saying you're a nice guy. I like to hear that. You know, somebody's walking down the stairs. They're, they got a stroller. They got a baby. Like, hey, let me help you. Let me carry something for you. You know, I'm yeah. that kind of guy. Or I'm on the airplane. There's an old lady. She's trying to get her baggage. To put her bag up on the thing. Yeah. yeah, I'm like a nice guy like that. Nice. Very yeah. nice. By the way, I put up the poll. Very early returns. Obviously, it's only been up for like a minute or two. Um, are you a robe person? You can vote at Sedano on Twitter. 64% say no, I'm not bougie. Uh, 35.8% say yes, I'm sophisticated. Really? So a robe is a bougie thing. Is that right? I feel like it's bougie. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't think that. 
I don't think yeah. that at all, as a matter of fact. But Laura, bougie? Robe? Bougie? A little bougie? I'm a little bougie. I love my robe. But it yeah, has to be baby. my robe, not a hotel robe. Mm. I think hotel they're, robes can be nice, I think though. they're bougie, and I'm not I'm not a robe person. I think it's like the way you're like you, you're raised, right? Like it's like your parents wear robes, and you probably yeah. wear robes, right? Latino, uh, Beto Duran just tweeted, texted me, and he said, robes are not for Latinos. And I would agree. I mean, they can be. And the only time I have my robe on is like Christmas Day. <laughs> that's it it's only so you, once a year so it's like over the pajamas robe right yeah not like naked no 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 you gotta well that's it. what cap was talking about well, well cap yeah, is a little you know extra but, yeah, but, yeah. but yeah. bougie though like i i think of like you know tony soprano standing outside of his front yard picking up his newspaper in a pair of boxers and uh you know white tank top and his robe un undone in front i mean I, I don't see it as bougie at all i actually see it as comfy and warm. All right, eight seven 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 ten ESPN is a robe bougie, and also, are you a robe person? And why are you a robe person? And if you're not a robe person, why are you not a robe person? Uh, all right, we'll get to that. Plus, LeBron is tweeting cryptic stuff. We'll get to that. The Lakers actually had a win yesterday. Frank Vogel actually. made some comments that uh, fired some people up, and I think they did something schematically that made some sense too, finally. We'll get to some of that coming up here in just a second. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Ah! <laughs> oh, I thought he was. If not, I was. I was going to say that, that kind of, forget it. I won't. Wait, what's the joke? I want to know now. I feel well, like he was clearly going to make fun of Scott is what he was going to do there. Yeah, I didn't get it either, just so you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it, it works if you get it. George got it. We didn't get it. So one out of four is not bad. Yeah. Wow. Look at you. Already lashing out at Christopher. Laura <laughs> laughed. There you go. I didn't get lashing it. Lashing out during the mm -hmm. holiday season, during the high holy days. Right. Well, I don't know if I'd call these the high holy days, but there's certainly – there certainly we're right in the middle of Hanukkah, to be sure. Or should I say yeah, the festival Hanukkah. of lights? Yeah. That's right. That's right. So, you know, I did have a red apple today and it was just kind of one of those things. Was, when, it, when was, was, it, an apple? was it necessary for you to email it to us? Like, it just, well, I thought it was strange when you did that. Was, too. What, what, what happened was, first of all, I never answer those emails, which is funny. So today I opened it up and as I was reading through it and it said today's national red apple day. And I thought to myself, you know. I actually ate a red apple today. I guess I'm celebrating. So for some reason, I was motivated to reply to the email and reply all naturally. I could have just replied directly to Lindsay. Yeah. When was the last time you had an apple? I mean, literally almost every day. Oh, really? You're an apple eater? Yes. Apple eater, but not a robe wearer. Interesting. <laughs> not a robe wearer. but Very, Telling us a lot about you today, George. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I mean, eater. an apple a day keeps the doctor away, right? That's the saying? That is the saying. That is the saying. So, That's right. There you go. But I had an apple today, and it was damn good. And it was okay. room temperature, and it wasn't like I cut it up and ate it in slices. I actually ate it. Like, I just really jumped right into it. I mean, who it. cuts it up in slices when you're not, a, like, a seven-year-old? I you do. Know, when they're not a, for a child. Really? Yeah, a lot of people do. Like, yes, no I do. No way. Yeah, sure. I got. I have I have very expensive porcelain veneers, so biting into an apple kind of scares me. You know, just 
like you said. Huh. So I cut mine. Really? I just bite it. Yeah. I don't want to ruin my veneers, you know? They well, can get yeah. stuck. I want veneers, but then I know the process. I'm like, eesh, now nah, I'm good. But I would prefer to cut it and slice it because I did. I ate it like a horse today, and I still feel like there's a piece of the skin <laughs> stuck between my two front teeth. Well, you're it's also a- kind of not like... <laughs> You know, at times you can clean up okay, but you're not like Mr. Sophisticated all the time. I feel you don't like, think? You know? It's no. called dental floss, bro. I know, but I, I <laughs> guys, don't even ask. Or me. not even dental floss. Just get a flosser. Eh, what do you mean true. a flosser? What do you mean? Like a flosser, those little plastic things with the floss in it. You don't even have to actually oh, yeah, no, mess around those. with the actual string. Like it does yeah. it for you. No, I love those. Those are great. But it's a whole other story. You don't want to hear about it right now. But as to why I haven't been able to floss it out. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Nonetheless, red apples. Wait, no. I mean, you can't just say there's a whole th- reason you can't floss like, and not bring it up. <laughs> well, you hard. know, I told you this many weeks ago no, that remember. my house had a leak in it. Oh, right? that part, yes. Okay. Yeah. George, Lindsay, Laura, you do not understand. I am living in a construction zone. The only part of my house that is operational is the office I'm broadcasting in. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, the laundry room, which is right next door, mm-hmm. and the garage, which is just a storage room filled with my garbage, right? Okay. The rest of the house is a complete and utter disaster. So I don't have anything here. I, I walk in through the garage every morning. I come into my office, mm-hmm. and this is where I am all day. I'm literally here mm-hmm. all day. So none of my toiletry stuff, none of my flossing stuff, just nothing's here. Sir, so, no. So I'm stuck with a piece of a red apple in between my two front teeth. Now, we cannot let you slide on this, okay? Because I carry a little bag with Mm -hmm. a toothbrush and all that stuff with me all the time. Oh, that's a smart idea. So you can carry that. You travel. They give you all this stuff. Oh, no, but he does it. He's not carrying anything like that. No, I would do that. come on. No, that actually is a good idea. I like that idea. You should have like a thing of floss or like even Zidano said, those little little bag of those picks at least yeah. in your car or something, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea, solid idea. I like the I like the concept here. Why don't you buy a purse too? Uh, you know, I feel like that would be great for you. you just <laughs> well, put that's it in your that's purse. the difference is that yes. Laura has a purse and I don't have one. Well, like I mean, you that. have a backpack, don't yeah. you? Yeah, I do. I do carry quite but a you lovely don't, backpack. But Lindsay's right. So, like, I do right now. I have a huge bag because I have my laptop with me. But when I don't have one and I just have a little shoulder one, I leave it in the car. Yeah, it's very nice. Leave it. Yeah, there's stuff in the car. Like, yeah, you uh, just yeah I mean, console. That's you not. I'm sorry. That excuse is not no good. good enough for You're me. Not no, from me, huh? You're not that's nasty. Carry some stuff. You nasty, bro. <laughs> well, but I'm bougie at the same time because I like to wear a rope. You are both. You get a bougie. You are I guess both. So. <laughs> and I've also been told today that I'm not sophisticated, which you know that doesn't really. I mean, you picked your nose in the car, like, and you like talk about this like it's some sort of accomplishment. Yeah, I don't. I know would not call that sophisticated. Yeah, I don't know if it's a lack of sophistication or it's just an obsession nasty. with picking your nose. You know, or no, nasty. you nasty, bro. Yeah, I, I I can live with that, and I All don't right. think that's gelato. Drew wants to pick a bone. I think with me or someone. Go ahead, gelato. Drew, what's the deal? What's your problem? I have to call you George right now and not Jorge because okay. Jorge, as a Cubano, is supposed to have style and drip, and sitting out on a villa with his robe. Uh, smoking uh, Cohiba and a little shot of rum. Come on, George. You mean to tell me you ain't got no nice robe with some silk slippers? Nope. nope. Ain't out? No, Come nope. on, George. I don't. No, not the, I don't. Not and the here's the other thing. I'm also the... I, I, 
I, t-shirt and chonis, bro. I swear to God. If if I'm actually wearing shorts right now, but I've if if I I would normally do the show in chonis for sure, a hundred percent of the time, almost. I hope it's not tidy whities and at least some. No, nice bro. I go boxer line, briefs, boxer bro. Briefs. I've, I haven't worn tidy whities since I was six. What was wrong with you? But the um oh. the reality is this: I'm also not a. Uh, jewelry person, which would go against the Cuban stereotype as well, the Cuban link chain. I don't know. The one Cubano of those with the flavor and the style, Jorge. You got to have a little bit of. I, I do. I do. I listen. I I when I wear when I have to wear like fancy clothes, I wear them. When I'm at home, I don't want to have to put on any more clothes than I have to. Now let me ask you a question: If you still had the early twenties Jorge jawline, would you have jewelry in a row? <laughs> No, if you notice in that picture that I put out there on social media, I also did not have jewelry on back then either. Okay, okay. Yeah. We'll give you a pass, though. Yes. Thank and you're, you I know you refer, uh, for those that don't know, on my Instagram, I posted a while back uh, a picture of me uh, on the first night I was covering the NBA, which was the 2003 draft, and it was me and Pat Riley. Um, and that's what he's referring to, my 20-something-year-old jawline there, yes. I really like uh, Grant in L.A. Uh, he's on Twitter at Granted L.A. who put out a picture of a guy wearing a robe, wide open, big, fat, hairy belly sticking out, and he has Photoshopped my face onto that, which, by the way, you probably didn't have to Photoshop. To, it's not that far away. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trending That's in this direction. That's a hairy belly, bro. That is, that is, that is a good look right there. Yeah. That is not solid. a terrible Photoshop. I mean, the, the skin tone is off, but not terrible. And then Grant decided to say, big robe guy. Nope, don't see it. And he's got the picture of me where I'm sitting there with my legs crossed, and I've got all those pink umbrellas behind me, and I'm just looking like the money in that velvety sport jacket that I was rocking that day. So Grant, right now, right now, the poll, are you a robe person? Uh, 74% say no, I'm not bougie. Um uh, 25.8% say, yes, I'm sophisticated. Come so on, everybody. Just be honest. Just be honest about wearing a robe. Don't let George intimidate you into saying I, that Why am I intimidating bougie. you? Like, what is, why, why did I become intimidating? I don't well, even understand. The way this. you phrased the question, no, I'm not wearing a robe. It's too No, bougie. that's called sass. That's different oh, that's than being sass. intimidating. You oh, know, it's sass. Just, I'm, okay. I'm being sarcastic, witty, sassy. funny, oh. sassy, however you like to call it. <laughs> I you know. right, gotcha. Um, You're kind of like LeBron today. LeBron's a little sassy. Isn't yeah, he? I don't understand what that. I mean, everyone assumes it's COVID related. I don't know if I buy that. Like, I it could be any with LeBron. He could just. Be, I actually think he's just trolling us. I mean, for those that don't know what the hell I'm talking about, he put out a tweet that had the hmm wondering emoji with the uh, finger under your chin or whatever, uh, and then something. Uh, smells and then a bunch of fish and including one on a hook on a you know on a fishing pole like as in fishy so like the LeBron decoder look I'm good at LeBron decoder but even this one's got me stumped like I'm just guessing if I had to guess he's uh you know he's trolling if I had to guess but trolling meaning like he's sitting around in his robe probably he, he, Maybe. I, you know? I, LeBron, mm, is he a robe guy? I don't know. I've never asked. Um, but, you know, maybe the next time I see him, I will ask that question. You for should you. ask that question. Um, yeah. Not LeBron. on national television, perhaps off camera, but oh. I will uh, I will ask him that. But, um, yeah, I, I would guess. Like, if I were LeBron, wouldn't you do this? And, and, and actually, you know what? L let's address this on the other side. Because if I were LeBron, I would do this move that I'm about to profess here in a moment all the time simply because I could because it's a flex I'll tell you what kind of flex I would uh possess if I were LeBron in just a moment plus 
Uh, Frank Vogel stepping it up at halftime yesterday, made some changes, and he has had enough of this nonsense with the Lakers. We'll tell you what that's all about in a couple of minutes as well. Stick around. We're back in a moment here on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. That's great (laughs) editing by Christopher there. Oh, my God. I have just given this kid just infinite amounts of content to mess with. (laughs) It's just true. All day, every day. I just say the dumbest stuff, and it just sort of shows up in promos or rejoins. I ate it like a horse. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you guys, by the way, I just want to tell you. Lindsay, Laura, George Sedano, let me tell all three of you guys something. And this goes for Chris Morales, too. You have just made my Christmas shopping list so easy. Now that I know everybody Mm. here wants one of my super cool robes, you're all getting one. (laughs) No. Yes, you're all going to get one. I'm going to have it embroidered ESPN 710. I'm going to have a picture of myself embroidered pointing at you guys from my magician picture at Staples Center. I'm going to have that on the robe. You know, just the. You point. know, I tell you all the time, you're not like um, you're you're not like um, a good listener. Mm. What do you mean? Are you saying something? Did you say something, George? What? I mean, I literally told you, I'm not a robe person. I know you're, you're not a robe, a robe guy. anyway. That's why I'm going to get you one because I'm going to try and transform you into a robe. You're that right? person. But but let me let me explain something to you. Okay, Go ahead. you Go ahead. are a man who has you know four children. You've been married before. You've been divorced. You are oh, in goodness. another great. You're in a great relationship right now. Thank you. You are you you are a man that's you know what fifty early fifties right now uh, or fifty in that range like that's yes, right. Do, you've been around a long time. Do, mm-hmm. do you get the sense that you can change someone at this stage of their life? Well, I think that if you give somebody a gift and they say, "Oh, I don't have a robe," why not? I don't particularly no. like robes. And then you go, "But wait a second, this was a nice gift. What a lovely gesture." You know what? I'm going to try it on. Ooh, this is a nice robe. Oh, I but like But didn't this. you just hear Karen say that she had a friend that would give her a robe every year and she literally would just donate them and give them away? I did hear her say that, mm, yes. but I that's that's Karen Kay. Yes. Okay? This that's is not George, George Sedano. Sedano. Let's, come on, George. Be open-minded, <laughs> man. Be flexible, baby. Yeah. Yeah. There's probably zero chance I'd wear the robe, to be frank with you. That's unfortunate. That really would be unfortunate. Cat, be flexible, baby. Give right. him something he wants. Not yeah, no, you don't have to give me anything. Like I I'm know, not even man. a gift person, but like it's it's fine. Like it just it, it's okay. Like it give just, him the bottle of Camus. You're gonna owe him anyways. Right, Whoa, you're gonna owe me a bottle of Camus, and in five <laughs> years you don't get a case. Yeah, Wait so a that. second. Hold yeah. on a second here. Yeah. Before we just go ahead and crown George Sedano the winner of the wager. Okay. The Lakers stepped up last night. They did against Sacramento. I acknowledge that. Believe yeah. me when I tell you, it's not like I'm celebrating today. Like the Lakers did anything special. If I were a Phoenix Suns fan and my team had just gone through the month of November undefeated and I won my 17th straight game and we beat Golden State last night, I'd be feeling pretty good about myself. As a Laker fan, I'm going, okay, that's what they're supposed to do. Correct. That's it. That's what they're supposed to do. How are you feeling about this Clipper game tomorrow? 
Well, you know, I have to talk myself into feeling good about it, you know, because, because the, the wager, wager. Yeah. right, because if yeah. the Lakers were to lose tomorrow or Friday, rather, to yeah. the Clippers, then it's over. Then, yeah. then you got your bottle of Camus. Yeah. If the Lakers beat the Clippers, which, yeah. by the way, they can do. I mean, they, they do have the talent. I don't know if they have the teamwork. I don't know if they have the scheme. I don't know they, if they... They looked good defensively yesterday. Frank Vogel was yelling at everybody in the, uh, in the locker room, and then uh, on, uh, and they put Dwight in there, and Dwight was you know creating havoc defensively. Like, uh, you know, if they can do that... I mean, I don't think Vogel needs to yell at them at halftime every game. I think that'll get old quick. Um, but, you know, the Dwight part of it, I, I think that... At this point, this you know, I like DeAndre Jordan personally, as as you know and you do as well. But like, look, man, like, it's 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 over. You know, like that's it. Yeah. Well, I I don't know what exactly happened between DeAndre Jordan and Frank Vogel on the bench in that game, but he only played four minutes in the entire game, and they seemed to be having a back and forth, and it was like, well, I know what happened. They were down nine to the Kings again. Yeah. Well. I thought what Frank Vogel said after the game when he was asked about, hey, what happened? You know, you guys were down by nine at half. What happened at halftime? And Frank was not exactly bashful in saying, hey, look, sometimes a coach has to tear a team apart, you know, or has to give them some, some business here, you know? And I feel like, tell me what you think, George. I feel like with LeBron being sent home, LeBron not being in street clothes on the bench, LeBron not trying to coach the team, I feel like Frank Vogel took the moment last night to say to everybody, and maybe it wasn't outwardly saying it, but this is the way I read it. Hey, I'm the coach of this team for now. People are starting to circle around. The vultures are circling. People are writing articles about it. It's, it's, he's going to be the fall guy. You know what? If I'm going out, I'm going out my way. So, hey, guys, where's your effort? Where's your heart? This is a Sacramento Kings. They beat us at our place in three overtimes. We had LeBron tonight. We don't. Where's your pride, man? And they came out, and not only did they play well in the third quarter, but I stuck around for the fourth because I was thinking, well, we've seen them blow leads before. Let's see if they can hold on here. I like what Frank Vogel did last night, and to me, that's a sign of I'm trying to take control of my team. What do you think? No, I don't disagree with that. Um, you know, But I think that you can only go to that well so often. You know what I mean? Like If it doesn't work after today... Um, like if they go out there and again they start stinking it up again, then you know I I, I think you you've already kind of done that. Like then what's next? I, I I again I don't I don't blame him for being frustrated. I don't blame him for going off on the team at halftime. I don't blame him for any of that. By the way, do they have do we have the audio? I know Trudell asked him that question. Let yeah. me hear what Frank had to say specifically. Yeah, every now and then you know the coach has to light a fire under his team, and uh, today today was one of those games. You know we weren't given the, the necessary effort in transition defense and, um, you know, and with our pick and roll coverages, you know, which we, we talked specifically about um, tightening the screws on, you know, uh, all day, you know, at shoot around pregame and um, it wasn't there in the first half. So, you know, sometimes you have to, uh, you have to let them hear it, let them hear about it. And, uh, you know, it was a spirit at halftime and those guys responded. One uh, so yeah, there you go. One, I one mean, listen, but I, I just don't think you can do that all the time. Maybe not, but but there was one word in there that really sticks out to me, and it was only one word. What word? Effort. Yeah. The effort was not there. That's like, hey guys, um, what are we doing out here? Are you guys professionals? Are you guys wearing a Los Angeles Lakers uniform? 
Do you not have any pride, any heart? We've talked all day long about effort on the defensive end. We've talked about transition. We've talked about pick and roll. What the hell is wrong with you guys? And I feel like Frank Vogel had an opportunity last night to dig into this team because LeBron wasn't there. I don't know if I'm right. I just know that LeBron is such an overwhelming personality, and when he's there and he's in street clothes and he's on the sideline, he's coaching. Without him being there, it's like, hey, guys, I'm the coach, at least for now. I'm the coach. What the hell is up with the lack of effort? And I like the fact that he lit a fire under these guys. I liked it. Well, I mean, you have nothing to lose at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. what are they? If they don't respond, then you know you're probably toast anyway. You know, right? You because well. if you get fired, it's like I got fired, and I'm looking at myself in the mirror, and I'm going, "Why didn't I say this? Why didn't I try doing that? If I'm going out, I'm going out my way." In a blaze of glory. You know what? That is so good from Young Guns too. Take me down to the blaze of glory. I think it's in a blaze of glory. Well, I'm close, man. Why would like they take 65. you down to a blaze of glory? I'm about 65% on most lyrics, George. If they're going to take you down, it's going to be in a blaze. Like, the, the, the line is that down. this person wants to be taken down. Like, if they're going to go down, to your point earlier, they're going to go down in a blaze of glory. Not being – you made it seem like if they're being taken down, like they're physically being pulled down, and then they are being taken to a blaze of glory. Well, that you should be Frank Vogel. Yeah, I do see the difference, and yeah. that was very well stated. I think Frank Vogel should start using that as his theme song. You know, <laughs> like when he walks into the arena, down, right? Like a, a like a, almost like a wrestler, like right. coming out. Yes, <laughs> coming right. out he has an back. entrance song. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you go. The head coach of the Lakers is Frank Vogel, and that's that's the song that you play. And just an idea. Just thro- just trying to. I mean, I'd be all for it. If you want to make every sport feel more like wrestling, I'd totally be down with that. I have no issues with that. Um, That's great. The LeBron IG post, let me just do that real quick before we move on because Kiki's ready for traffic. But um, if it were me, I'd be doing this, this thing that he tweeted, right? Like, hmm, it's something smells fishy with a bunch of fish emojis. Like, I, I don't know if he's trolling or not. If it were me, I would. Because think about it. Literally anytime LeBron opens his mouth or he tweets something, there are people on either side yelling at each other, right? Like that's just what happens. So if it were me, I love a good, you know, I love chaos, right? I love anarchy. Um, I would just throw that Molotov cocktail out there like that and just watch the world burn trying to figure out what I was trying to talk about. Now, if I had to guess, okay, and Lindsay and I were talking about this during the break, I would guess that. I believe the story goes that he's taken three COVID tests, two which came back positive, one which came back negative. And considering that, you know, now there are teams in the West who are ahead of them that are missing guys, right? Um, You know, maybe LeBron feels like, hey, you know, this is our chance to move forward. He's like, hmm, why won't they let us move forward, right? Like some sort of conspiracy, uh, to keep the Lakers down, which, I mean, listen, that seems... It, I, I, again, this is me recklessly speculating. like that. I like reckless speculation. It, it, I do. If that indeed is the case, not that I'm saying that's what he's saying. That would be kind of silly, personally. But I, I don't agree. I don't think the league would not want its biggest star on the floor yeah, for right. the franchise like, how, that is the crown jewel of the sport. So. Right. Like, I mean, how many years have people talked about, you know, are the playoffs fixed? We got to get this guy versus that guy or this team versus that team so the refs are going to handle it for the NBA? I mean, that, that would be like LeBron coming out. That, that's what he'd be saying, that they're holding me back. They're holding back the Lakers. I read it, and I read it more literally, which was 
something seems fishy around here. Like you said, positive, negative, positive on the test. What's going on with the testing here? What's what's the deal here? Do I have it? Do I not have it? I'm asymptomatic because AD told us about that last night. Something seems like a little bit fishy here. That's hmm. what he's doing. So there you go. All right. So coming up next, I do want to get into the Dodgers and what is going on here with them because there's a lot of question marks right now about the Dodgers so far this offseason and how baseball uh, is basically putting itself in a corner. And I really think they're just being so stupid. And I feel like I have this conversation at least once or twice a year, but we are at that point because they're about to be locked out in about uh, four and a hours and change. All right, we'll get to that coming up. Mike Bone, the athletic director of USC at 515. Very next day, you gave it away. I think I want to host that. Host what? I think I want to host the Christmas Day Lakers Nets 710 suite party because as the Hebrew brother of the station... You know, I'm I'm down with Christmas, of course, because you know, for me, it's a very American thing. You know, I got my my Hanukkah Christmas tree, which is the white Christmas tree with the blue lights. But on Christmas Day, I I'm gladly in in the suite at at. And by the way, that's the day where they're going to change the name from Staples Center Aww. to whatever it's going to be called next. Mm-hmm. Crypto dot com arena. Yeah. Hashtag forever Staples. Right. But I think I would like to host that afternoon. George, what do you do on Christmas Day? Will you will you work a game? Will you go to a I game? I will be in Milwaukee for the Celtics Bucks. Oy vey. I'll I go mean, with no, you, Cap. It's kind of cool. I'll be on ABC doing a game on Christmas Day. If you love basketball, that's what you want to be doing. Ooh, yeah, so biggest game of the year. Mm-hmm. I know. I got <laughs> I mean, it. I got it. But what turtleneck are you rocking? Other than the playoffs, right? Yeah, like good question. You know, yeah, good what, question. What, what turtleneck are you rocking that day? Oh, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to wear a turtleneck. I oh, think I'm going to do that. a Roy Kent move and just go black on black. Ooh, yes, very good. Yes. Black on black is the way to go. Easy. Makes things yeah. easy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Christmas Day, though, like I've worked, I've probably worked in the last uh, 10 years, probably seven Thanksgivings. And, you know, Thanksgiving, not Christmas, really. But um, it always kind of like my family be doing their thing on Thanksgiving without me, you know, and I'd be like, wait for me. I'll be home tomorrow. But um, I actually loved not working Thanksgiving this year. It was great. So I'm glad to hear you like working on Christmas Day. Do, do you get any heat at all from from Kelly? Like, come on, George, Christmas no. Day. I mean, she knows what she married. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's not new. It's not the first time I've done a Christmas game, you know. Yeah. And by the way, I did not get a Christmas game last year during COVID. So I was, uh, it. you know, you learn to appreciate them. Well, I'm offering right now because Friday is Christmas Eve. So Saturday is Christmas Day. Let the Hebrew brother host the sweet afternoon, Lakers, Nets, Staples Center, Crypto.com Arena. I want to host it. I'm there. Okay. Well, talk to Tommy and Amanda. And, and I'm going to wear my ugly Hanukkah sweater. Why don't you wear the robe? Now, I was going to suggest you wear the robe on Christmas Day on ABC. Yeah, no, probably not. Well, at least there's. it's probably not. Maybe there's an opening there. Yeah, there's not an opening. Oh, well, you said probably, so that made me I think mean, that you know, you know, maybe you were considerate. Kind, you oh, know, that's nice you, of yeah. you. Yeah. Um, real quick, not going to be considerate to Major League Baseball. Is not going to be considerate to any of their fans. Let me ask you a question. I- I'm curious to see because I, I do want to get into the Dodgers portion of it, and we-, we can carry that over to the next segment if we need to. But I, I just want to have like a big-picture baseball conversation with you because some people know, I would imagine, if you're a sports fan, you might know, but some of you might not because you're busy. And it feels like baseball never gets this stuff right. But there's going to be a lockout at 9 o'clock tonight, okay? 9 o'clock Pacific time. 
And I, I think that lockouts to me, baseball has never learned from 1994 mm-hmm. what this actually means for its sport. Every time they get a little momentum, it feels like they kind of just shoot themselves in the foot. And here's the thing. Nobody wants to sit here and hear billionaires arguing with millionaires, okay? And I'm a pro-labor person, okay? But I get the perception of it. But here's the other part of the equation. This exercise is an exercise in futility, Scott, because it really is, hey, the billionaires are really pissed that they got to spend a ton of money, except they break rank and spend a ton of money. So, like, they just have these governors in place to protect themselves from themselves. I I don't even understand. And it never works anyway. So unless you're going to put a hard cap on this thing, like stop being an idiot and stop locking each other out or whatever or striking or whatever. They're not striking. They're locking the players out. Don't do that because you're just ruining it for the fans. So it's interesting that you bring up 1994. We're talking about a long time ago at this stage, right? We're talking like 26, 27 years ago, whatever the math tells us. It's a long time. But I'll tell you, I can remember being in 1994 and when baseball shut down and they didn't play the World Series that year. I don't know how it was for you, George, but I'm telling you it took me it took me probably eight, nine years. Maybe, maybe it was 1999. Maybe it was the Subway Series between the, the Yankees and the Mets that kind of got me back in. But I was so angry as a baseball fan that I literally – turned myself off from baseball for probably a good four or five seasons. Like, I literally did not want to watch baseball, didn't want anything to do with baseball. How could you cancel the World Series? And now here we are in a time where we're talking about locking out the players. Why? Who's to blame? Who's to blame for $325 million contracts? Who's to blame for $400-plus million contracts? This is the players' fault? I mean, what are the owners thinking? What is baseball doing to itself? I don't get it. And so, you know, it's kind of one of these things where I've barely paid attention to it because I don't like it. Right, but it but it's happening like in a couple of hours. I realize that. I mean, there yeah. is a countdown. So happening now is right the now. time to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But these they could lose a lot of fans. Um, they lost me. I know for a long time. And I don't know how it was for everybody else, but when they canceled that World Series in 1994, again, it was, a long it was time brutal. Ago. Well, yeah. look, I mean, I grew up a Yankee fan. The Yankees had been bad, unfortunately, during the Don Mattingly era. They were, it was them and the Expos who no longer exist. So I would imagine to Montreal fans, it must have really sucked too. Um, I mean, you could have had Yankees Expos in the World Series. That seemed like where we were headed. Uh, it would have been pretty cool. Um, it might have saved the team in Montreal. <laughs> um, like, all of it was uh, was a mess. And you're right. A lot of people did not come back until the Maguire-Sosa thing. And then they, you know, obviously they, we know how that turned out, um, which led to the Barry Bonds thing, which made it even worse. Um, and I mean that because of the way baseball handled it, less about the way Barry handled it. Like, I don't care. That because yeah, I loved it. Like, for me, I loved it. I was like, pump him up with as many steroids and horse pills as you can find. Allegedly. Because I want to see him hit bomb home runs. I don't yes. care what he's taking. Yes, agreed. I'm I I am very much in that camp as well. But I just I remember Bud Selig championing uh you know Sosa and McGuire and literally sitting with his hands in his pockets when uh, when Bonds broke the record. But nonetheless, baseball always screws this stuff up. Is my point. I just think it's funny that there are so many signings happening in advance of this potential lockout. Like again, who are who are the owners upset with? 
the players for receiving this money? In other words, like, are the owners upset with Steve Cohen, the owner of the Mets, for giving Max Scherzer this crazy contract? I don't know. I, I are, mean, are, are they angry? I mean, with but the, those the conversations should be had amongst themselves. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, here's the thing: a couple, the last couple of years, and Lindsay, you and I were talking about this earlier that it, um, you know, it felt like, you know, that the owners were colluding because there were so many late signings into February, and guys weren't getting the money that they were expecting to get. But then this year, there's like crazy contracts going around. I mean, Corey Seager, three hundred plus million dollars from the Texas Rangers. I'm not saying they spent he half a billion dollars. The Texas Rangers, right? But but so who is everybody at Major League Baseball, and who are the owners angry with? Are they are they angry with their fellow owners? Are they angry with the owners of the Dodgers, the the Yankees, um, the the San Francisco Giants, the the Padres? I mean, teams that have explosive payrolls. Who are they all angry with? Uh, I don't know. I don't know who they're angry with. Because they're the ones that are giving away the money like it's the mid-90s and it's the internet craze, you know? Like, what, what is the, the issue here? I mean, me personally, I'm telling you, dude, I, like, I, I kind of block that stuff out. I live with blinders on. I'm like, ooh, I don't want to hear about a lockout. I, I remember what happened. I remember what an angry baseball fan I was, how long it took me to come back. I don't want to hear about it. What are they doing? And in advance of a possible lockout, giving away money. Like they're the yeah, federal it, government. It, it, it's really dumb. In the meantime, uh, we'll catch up with what the hell's going on with the Dodgers. There's good news and there's um, not so good news. We'll get to that coming up in just a second. Plus, what you need to know uh, in between. 